Hi, this is Ken Finnan, and you are listening to Blue Collar Finance, the podcast where we take complex finance and investing concepts and make them easy to understand. I've been working on Wall Street for over 30 years, and I will explain everything in plain English so anyone can understand. Every week, I will tackle a new concept so you can actually understand investing in finance terms. If you have a topic you want to be discussed, please visit my website at capadvantagetutoring.com and leave a comment. Also, you can visit me on YouTube at Capital Advantage Tutoring. Subscribe to my channel and let's unlock the language of Wall Street. Okay, disclaimer time. This is not an investment advice, and if you need assistance or advice regarding your investments, please contact an investment professional, not me. So this week we're talking about preferred stock. So preferred stock is a type of equity. It's not the same as common stock, but it is a type of equity where you have a fixed percentage return. So your dividend, unlike in common stock, where they can make a choice up or down or whatever, it is fixed. Now, to be fair, no no dividends are guaranteed. So the board of directors still has to approve it every quarter, but they're more likely to do it because the only reason you actually buy preferreds is for that dividend because they don't have any other rights. So if you buy a preferred, like say a 4% preferred, and let's say the par value was 100. Well, they'll set the 100, 25, whatever they want to do. Normally, it's 100 or 25. If you see a 4% preferred, you're going to receive, hopefully, 4% of that par value. So if you have, if it's a $100 par, you're going to receive 4 bucks a year. But remember, they pay dividends every quarter. So you're going to get a dollar every quarter. Then remember, they have to declare it every quarter and they have to approve it. The board does. You don't. The board does. But it's more likely to be paid than anything but common. It is is in payout form. It is going to be after bonds. Okay? So all debt or bonds or credit or creditors come ahead of preferred and then common will come after that. But preferreds are more likely to be paid than common, again, because the only reason you're buying the preferred is for that income. And if they don't pay it, then why the hell would I buy your damn preferred? Okay, so it is an equity. It is a fixed percentage, not guaranteed, but that's it's set at a fixed percentage. You get a quarterly dividend. Now, unlike a bond, though, a bond is where you invest money. We'll talk about that in a few weeks. You invest money. You're lending money to a company. They're paying you every six months, and then they give you your money back on a certain date. This is different. You buy the stock, you buy the preferred, and you're getting a quarterly dividend, hopefully, every quarter forever until they stop paying or until it goes. But there's no actual maturity date because it's not debt. But the other part of that, since it's not debt, they're not legally obligated to pay you. Unlike a bond where if they don't pay you, you can sue them on a preferred you just kind of get mad and you shake your sword and go, oh my God, you should pay me, but they don't have to. But again, they're going to because why else are you buying a preferred other than for the income? Normally in a preferred, if you miss a year's dividend or a second year's dividend or a third year's dividend, once you get to the year where you can pay, you do not have to make up all the dividends that you missed. With cumulative, you do. So what happens is, is that if I miss my dividends as a preferred for three years in a row, if it's a regular preferred, uh, I can just pay the new years and not worry about it. But in a cumulative, if I miss 2018, 19, and 20, and I want to pay the common in 2021, I have to make up all the 18, 19, 20, and the, year, the new years preferreds to be able to pay the common. Because remember, we're always on that, 
that preferred gets paid before common, and if you and if you screw the preferred, you can't pay the common. So this adds more protection to it that it's not just by year, it's forever. So any dividend that the company doesn't pay to the preferred, if it's accumulative, has to be made up, has to be made up before they can pay the common. So that is, gives you a little bit more protection as an investor of a, of a cumulative preferred. Now, if you have a 4% preferred and the company has a killer year, just knocks it out of the park, even if they make so much money that it's disgusting, they solve everything, if you have a 4% preferred, you're getting $4 no matter what. You're not getting any extra. So there's another type of preferred that's called participating, which is kind of interesting. So what happens is it's a normal 4% preferred. It has a participating feature, or it's called participating, where if the company has a really good year, written in the prospectus, if the company has a really good year, then they will pay you the preferred, then they will pay the common, and then they will come back and give you a little bit more money, which is amazing, right? So what happens is, if you ever pursue, so you're getting both the constant income, plus if they have a really good year, you're gonna get a little bonus in your preferred. It's not a permanent change. It's just for that either quarter or year or whatever the board of directors decides, but they won't change the actual original coupon. Now, if you have a regular straight preferred, it pays a certain coupon. If you add any features like cumulative, which we just talked about, or participating, or maybe you make it non-callable where the company cannot call the stock back, or you make some other protection that's better for the investor, that's gonna be offset, since there's less risk, by a lower coupon. So what's gonna happen is, if you have a regular straight preferred, they're going to issue a, a coupon of say 4%. If the same company also issues like a cumulative or a participating or something like that, wow, that screeching was a hawk. Kinda cool, okay, now, that's my uh, ADD, right? Okay, so now. Oh, look, a pretty flower. If we have a feature that is better for the investor, then we will lower the coupon because risk reward. So the lower risk you have, which is some features that we're gonna add, then we pay you less. That's kind of the way it goes. It's just everything is about risk reward and we do that. So let's actually talk about if you own a preferred. First of all, we buy it, we buy it for the income. We know that. And it's gonna have a little bit of a higher income than a bond. Because if you remember from before, we talked about that the preferred, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee of payment versus a bond where there's a guarantee. I mean, you're not guaranteed 100%, but you're guaranteed as much as the company is willing to pay. So if the company has, is a AAA rated company, you have a very good chance of getting paid on your bond and your preferred. But if they have to choose which one they are not going to pay, it has to be the preferred they don't pay versus the bond. So there is more risk there. So if I were to issue a preferred and a bond at the same time, my preferred would have a higher coupon, more risk. But let's talk about some of those risks. One of these risks is that if you have a 4% preferred and rates start rising, so rates start rising in the economy in general, your preferred still only pays 4%, so it's less attractive. So that's part of the problem is that if you, it's what they call interest rate risk. So if rates go up, the, your preferred, which is still paying the same coupon every quarter, is less attractive because interest rates rose and somebody could buy a similar preferred now and get a better rate than you're getting. So why would they pay 100 bucks or whatever for yours, your 4% when they could buy 
pay 100 bucks and get like a 5 or 6%. So yours is going to drop to a price where it's efficient and where it reflects the new rates. So it's going to keep dropping in price until it's actually so low that it's attractive to buy again. And then that'll set the price. That's interest rate risk. And that's not avoidable, really. You can't do that. Not in this exam, but there are options you can buy to protect yourself. But that's not what... There are things you can do to protect yourself, not on this episode, but we'll talk about it later. There are things, options you can do to protect it. That'll be later in the series. Now, another risk is that they just don't pay you. That's business risk. So you will, before you buy the preferred, you will look at the company and say, does this company, is this company likely to keep paying? What's the credit rating? Do they pay? What's their history of paying? And if they've always made a, if they've always paid dividends, like if you see a company that's always paid their common, then they have to have always paid their preferred because, again, you can't pay the common until the preferred is paid. So that's business risk. It's not really default risk because they don't actually owe you anything, but it's the same concept of them not paying you. Call risk. When interest rates drop in the economy, just like a homeowner who wants to refinance their mortgage, an issuer will do the same thing. They will issue a new preferred at the lower rate, use that money to pay you off. You being paid off is being called. So if an issuer buys back or takes back their preferred or bonds, that's being called. Common stock can't be called, but preferred and bonds, any kind of fixed income or preferred can. Even though preferred is a fixed income, people differentiate them. I'm just making sure we're on the right. So fixed income is like something that pays you consistently. Pretty much anything that has a fixed income is callable, which means the company can buy it back. And that's a risk because think about it. If you have a 4% preferred and rates are two and they call you back, which means they call the, the preferred back, which means you get your money. If you want to keep playing in the preferred space, well, now the rates are lower, so you're going to earn less money. Then we also have reinvestment risk if rates drop. So if rates drop and you're getting your four bucks every year or 40 bucks or 400, whatever it is, and rates drop to two, what are you going to do with that money? Well, what you're going to do with that money is reinvested. That's what you're supposed to do. But the problem is the only rates available now are like two or three or 1% much lower. So you're still getting your 4% from the original product, but now all your reinvested money is going to earn less than you expected. So that's reinvestment risk. Reinvestment risk is not for things that don't pay you. Reinvestment risk is for things that pay you as it goes on and you have to reinvest the money and the risk is that the rate goes lower and you're going to earn less. Technically, reinvestment risk is too, is that if you finish a product, if it finishes, it matures, whatever it is, and then you go to buy a new product and it earns less, technically that's reinvestment risk too. So it's the same concept is that you're getting money and you're, when you reinvest, you're earning less on the new money than you were on the old. The final risk that we always talk about, it is a pretty big one. It's called purchase and power or inflation risk. So the problem with fixed income products is that they pay the same amount every quarter, every year, whatever it is, but your life has not stayed the same. So everything in your life has gone up in prices. So the fact that prices have risen and you're still getting the same amount of money, that preferred is buying less and less things every year. So if you have a 4% preferred, say you have 10 of them, you're getting 40 bucks a year and you are gonna use that to go to the movies. Well, 30 years ago, you can go to the movies 10 times, maybe eight times. Now you can go twice. 
So that $40 or $4 or whatever you want to call it is not buying as much now as it used to. So that's called purchase and power risk or inflation. So any kind of fixed income has inflation risk. So you have to keep mindful of that if you invest in that or talk about that because if it's a long-term time horizon, you might actually start losing money. Not losing physically losing money, but it's going to be worth so little that it doesn't matter. So that's why if you go back to the previous one, the best hedge against inflation or the best product that fights inflation is common stock. Preferred stock's great if you want income. Bonds are great if you want income. But they really have a lot of inflation or purchase of our risk, which is a real thing. And you may not see it right away, but over a 10 or 15 or 20 year period, you're going to start to feel it. Because all of a sudden, all that money that you're getting you think is great is not working so well. So we'll go do episodes on risks and stuff like that. I may do like a whole episode on just risks. Okay, guys, so that's preferred stock. So a little wrap up on that, just so you know. Preferred stock, you buy it for income. So it's, you know, it's pretty safe. It's safer than buying a common stock because you're getting a more consistent payment and a dividend, even though it's not guaranteed, we know. But as you go on, there are certain risks that happen, and we just talked about them. So you have to b balance the risk and the reward. But again, you're buying this for income. Thank you for listening to Blue Collar Finance. I appreciate you listening in and just hanging in there with me with my ramblings. I'm hoping to improve the quality a little bit. I'm still learning how to do this. But if you like what I'm doing, please follow me on YouTube under Capital Advantage Tutoring. And, um, and I do a live Q&A, mostly on the exams. But, if, um, but really, if you have a question about a product or something and you're not taking one of the financial exams, feel free to join. And I'll be happy to answer the question. Thank you very much and have a good night.